You know, as a guy who took Spanish for three years, I didn't retain much of any of it. <laughs> I have to, and three years is a long time, especially when you're a child, and that's when you learn the most things really well. But I didn't retain a lot. It's hard just learning it in school or through textbooks. Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. It's available on desktop or it can be used as an app on your phone or tablet. They are a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with its intuitive process. You can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. I started Rosetta Stone, and my Spanish skills have definitely improved. I can now say muchas gracias. It's really a better way of learning a language. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Comedy Bang Bang listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off, visit rosettastone.com slash comedy. That's rosettastone.com slash comedy. This episode of Comedy Bang Bang is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Apple a day would make Gwyneth an Octomom in a Beetle Week. <laughs> Welcome to Comedy Bang Bang. Ooh, that's a lot of math in that one. An Apple a day would make Gwyneth an, uh, eight days a week. Oh, I get it. Okay, thank you, Alvaro Mendez. Alvaro Mendez for that wonderful catchphrase submission. And welcome to Comedy Bang Bang for another edition. A very exciting week. I mean, 2022 is treating us super right at this point uh, because we have a very exciting show. By the way, my name is Scott Ackerman. Not exciting yet, but wait until you hear what our guests are uh, and who they are and where they are and how they are and when they are. And the time is right now. They are coming up a little later, though. Uh, so the time is a little later. Uh, a little later, we have a, uh, uh, a new podcast host and we have a dog breeder. That's ex very that sounds like an incredible show. I'm not sure if uh, if uh, our our first guest thinks that 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 sounds good to him. What do you, what do yeah, you think? A dog I mean, breeder and a, a a new podcast host. That's always an exciting time in a yeah, young person's what, life. But what's that podcast about? That's the question. Well, we don't know. We'll have to talk to them a little later. But uh, why don't we get to our first guest? He is a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> Barely. Barely. Yeah. He has a special out. Called Imperfect Messenger, which is on Paramount Plus. Yes, now that is wonderful. Not everyone in their life gets a, a full special. Most people just get a, a, an ordinary. 
This is my third one, too. So I, I guess know. I've done okay with myself. You've as a done comedian. okay. You're being humble. Yeah, I've done okay. Yeah, you do all right. And I've seen the special. It's great. We'll talk about it. But he's also a, a correspondent for The Daily Show. And uh, amongst uh, several other wonderful acting gigs that uh, he's had, we just saw him on Only Murders in the Building. Uh, that was a fun, cold day. Okay, it was cold and yeah, it fun. Was cold and fun. It was because you were uh, you were taping in a car, were you not? We'll talk yeah, about it yeah, after I yeah. introduce you. We'll talk about it after I inter- uh, introduce you. He uh, he's from New York City. Please welcome for the first time on the show, Roy Wood Jr. Yeah, Hello. Man. Yeah, living in New York the last eight years, but I will be buried in Alabama. You will. Okay, yeah. that's where you uh, were mainly raised. Yeah, I, I only I only add that because I know a real New Yorker will hear me talk for the rest of this, this program, and they will go, that is not a fucking New York accent. <laughs> <laughs> try a New York <laughs> accent, though, if you could. Try it. Yo, what's good? No doubt, son. <laughs> I feel like you're it's doing a specific person. Co- yeah. <laughs> Who is <laughs> it? <laughs> That's from Tracy Morgan. Oh, okay. <laughs> Somebody's getting pregnant. <laughs> that is his Airsoft's catchphrase, is it not? Yeah. Somebody's getting pregnant. Yeah. He said it so many well, times. He's had kids since, so he was not <laughs> he, threatening. He was that telling was the a truth. Guarantee. <laughs> um, Roy, thank you so much for being a big fan of yours. Uh, really love this special. Uh, Imperfect Messenger. Uh, I, I watched it earlier today. It is approximately eh, 65 minutes of hilarity. Can we agree yeah. on that much? Yeah. If you count the little intro, outro shit with the boy. That was very yeah. touching. I enjoyed the the intro, outro shit with the boy. Yeah. My son. <laughs> why not give him an IMDB credit? Yeah. He finally, yeah. that, I love it. Uh, man, my first IMDB credit, I was so excited. I ran around the house. I'm on IMDB. My star meter is finally activated. I have, it's one of those battles I can't fight until I leave the Viacom Empire. Comedy Central is a Viacom multimedia part of the CBS. CBS family, yes. But BET's Comic View never put comedians on IMDb. They never listed our credits. And I don't know if it was because it was a non-union show or whatever, but like that was the one thing. And there was this one lady, God bless her, and I cannot remember her name, but there was this one white lady, like a sweet old white lady, who would watch BET's Comic View and then would just add you to IMDb. Aw, how nice. I don't even know how you get the access to I just want you to know that nobody did it, but I did it because I love comedy. And I'm oh, like, well, did she reach out you. to you guys? Yeah, she would. And this is like, oh, two. How are you finding my email? Yeah. <laughs> that, that That's a great point. You have to go to my website. Oh, OK. Remember that? Remember going to somebody's website? Remember when it? comedians would like suddenly say, I have a website. And then within like two months, it seemed like they were instantly out of date and no one needed them. The anymore. best is visiting websites of comedians now who clearly haven't updated their website <laughs> in eight years and it's like hey everybody i'm excited to tour dates yeah i'm opening for president obama at the <laughs> correspondence and they're like what i saw him on tour he was amazing yeah it, it's it's he closed with a full 15 minutes of just soul covers it was incredible <laughs> It was me and Mrs. Jones. It was he was incredible. It's unfair. At it. A lot it's of people never got to see him live. Nah, not good. <laughs> um, Roy, uh, let's talk about the the special. It is it's out right now. It's the culmination of I would imagine a few years uh, work for you uh, out there on the road, honing, crafting. About twenty minutes of it was written before the pandemic. The rest of it during the pandemic came after the COVID shutdown. Really. Which twenty can you separate? Do you know which twenty? The 20? police material, the police reform material. I was already working on, and mm-hmm. there was a little bit of that in there. 
The Leonardo DiCaprio stuff. Leo was written after COVID. After. The civil rights stuff about civil rights movies, that thought, that plant had already been, that was already kind of germinating or whatever. But everything else was just, what are people talking about now? I just got scared about, I'm trying to think of the respectful way to say this. I did not want to have a special that felt like it was written before the moment that we're in now. Right. Because you knew it would be premiering in the middle of the pandemic and you wanted it to seem like it. And it was taped. Yeah. It was taped sort of. We did a two week turn. Right. We right. taped that bitch and two weeks later it was on TV. You call your special yeah. that bitch. Yeah, that bitch. Yeah, we yeah, taped really that bitch. That. <laughs> As a, the compliment, I'm going to start calling these episodes that bitch. <laughs> yeah. How so, are you enjoying yourself on this bitch? Because <laughs> I wanted something that just reflected what was going on now and what people are going through and talking about and feeling now. Right. Versus, hey, what's that joke from 2018 that I didn't put in my last hour? I wonder if that one will work. Yeah, it's a solid bit. Food trucks are fun, but too many food trucks in one place is depressing because, you know, one of them's not going to sell anything. I got to say, this is a solid bit. <laughs> I, I uh, expand this. I'm begging you because I think- who went to a fucking food truck in the last two years? Scared, it's like a Still, food- it is speaking so to me. So then the way you tweak it is that food truck, or as I call it, COVID box. Yes, <laughs> please give me food from that place where there's low ceilings and no one is six feet apart. So it's like it was too much of working to take a bit from then and how can I fit it? Right, how can like, you fuck that? twist it? So you yeah. just wrote all new stuff. Yeah. How long did it take you to write the other 45? That probably was about a year. So you're just working premises on Zoom shows and stuff like that. And Doing Zoom shows? How, how awful were those? Did not enjoy them. Yeah. Did not enjoy them. And, you know, New York had the rooftops. I think y'all were doing the back, backyard shows out here in L.A. Right. At the same time. So Colin Quinn came a, on and talked about his uh, show out there on, yeah, the, on pier. the pier. Yeah, on the pier. Yeah, yeah. With Marina Franklin and um, Norton and all of them. Bobby Kelly. Bonnie. So I did as many rooftop shows as I could. And then I just waited for things to open back up. So in March, at the top of 21, as New York City started to open a little bit, I did road dates in the tri-state. And then as the vaccine hit, and this is all pre-vaccine at this point. Right. And so then, well, I got the vaccine on a hookup. I knew a guy. Really? Well, how early did you get it? I got that shit. Like, man, I got that bitch around the Super Bowl. Like, the Super Bowl? I got my March 1st. Yeah, man. I was and a month I, ahead and I of had you, to, baby. I was like online just like <laughs> looking for a date to open up. March first, I finally got it. My wife didn't even get it until April. Well, New York, they they were they had a pretty decent rollout plan mm. in New York, and so I got the vaccine, and so I that gave me a little more confidence to go further south and further west and all of that, and so I just made the decision that, and then when Chappelle dropped um, eight forty six, it changed that like altered my brain on, oh, we don't have to let this shit cook for a year and a half. And Just the immediacy perfect. of how, how soon That's he, where we right. are. The news cycle ain't 24 hours anymore. So the joke cycle can be a little faster if you want it to be. And that's not right. a knock on comic. Like, honestly, the average post-production time on a special has gone down a lot. Like, I know my first two, it was probably a four or five month marinade, like after we shot and then they sit and then they edit and color correct and then they decide what the marketing plan and what are we going to do it seems and like it's not good for comedy to overthink it like that like comedy correct. is always best just like going out there being silly and then like it's ephemeral but it's not even viewed like that it's not even viewed as his own thing on most streaming sites stand up is listed as a tv show episode right. one 
right? Of one. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. that's not even what, like, you don't even. There's not even it, a special uh, section for you. Yeah. You haven't even created something within your fucking ones and zeros <laughs> to properly label this product. Right. So you don't give a fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, that's fine. So when Chappelle did that quick turn, I was like, well, I can do one, too. And like a lot of comics this year, their turn was maybe two months. Which is still pretty fucking good. Two months is not bad. I mean, for that's not the norm. Not special. Yeah, no, that's not exactly. the norm pre-COVID. Nobody was doing a two month turn. Right. So I was saying, you know, I, I wanted to do that bitch live. Yeah. No, that that's, that is that. I, I used to love specials like that where Sinbad. it would just be like George Carlin did some. I remember Sinbad did a fucking live primetime network stand up special. Crazy. That's insane. Insane. <laughs> when you think of the way people think about comedians now, Sinbad literally was like, hey, ABC, eight o'clock, weeknight, me, <laughs> jokes, no censorship. And they're like, sure. And they went, yeah. I mean, that's just how big Sinbad sure. was. Yeah. And is. You can't do five minutes in late night no, live. They but Sinbad got a full hour. Because he's trustworthy. He's got a trustworthy face. Yeah. No one's trusted me. They, <laughs> Google some of my old You ever see Joe Piscopo's YouTube. live special <laughs> from UCLA <laughs> on Halloween night? You got to check it out. It's horrible. <laughs> he And he's doing all the characters and he's switching outfits. And so he was like, what do I do while I'm changing clothes? I know I'll get college students to do to do sketches that they wrote that oh, <laughs> it's, no. it's like it's like a high school talent show mixed with Joe Piscopo in character. What it's really it's really fucking fun. wild ride. So, yeah, man, I just wanted to do something that was more on point with where we are now. And I felt like I accomplished that. Well, it's a great special. I really enjoyed it. The The Leo DiCaprio bit I mentioned before reminded me sort of of a daily show. Like, I felt like it could have been a correspondent piece in a way if you had done it. That, yeah. do, you, do you ever think about like, oh, should this be a daily show piece or should this be a stand up piece? Or? It took me a while to figure out the difference. Mm. In that first special, there were sometimes joke premises that I would go, nah, let's do this on the show. This is a more easier explored idea like perfect example within this special i talk about the beef between it's not beef i don't like that word but when black british actors are cast to portray african-americans in american film right that is an issue of contention for some African-Americans. Because you you that you don't think that they properly know about what they're portraying. Because you're not of my culture, I don't trust you to embody my culture on camera, even though it's all make-believe and right. whatever. So That's the subject matter you deal with it. That is you, the subject you explore matter. it in a very Correct. funny way. So yeah, I, but that's the driest way you can put it without that, spoiling the joke. That's the preamble right. to let's go off into crazy land based right. on that, based on that real life truth. The Daily Show version of that is to sit with a black Brit, sit with a black American actor and discuss it and have opinions and political analysis and, you know, film critics and scholars and all of that shit. The joke joke that I would do on the show is, well, let's research the history of black oppression across the globe and figure out why we don't know each other's history, which then ties into critical race theory, which then ties into the banning of books and all of this other fuckery that's going on right now. And that is something that a Daily Show field piece will never have the real estate for because I only got four and a half minutes. Right. So I'm not going to burn 
that premise. A, a great premise that, that could be explored the way that you explored. The way I want to explore this right. is way deeper than what we would do on the show. And I don't ever want to do something. I don't want to borrow nibble something from the show and then roll that over into right. my standup. It's just, no, the way that I want to go into this topic, this show is not the right medium for it. My show is the right medium. Right. And so I'm not going to pitch the black Brit thing. You know, that's just not what I'm going to do. Has has the show ever seen you do stand up and then said like, why didn't you use that on the show? That would have been so good. <laughs> or are they no, not even watching? <laughs> no, but there is a character that I do that started off the show that is now a mainstay on the show. And now people only know him from the daily show, what, which is why. So when I did, I did morning radio for 10 years in Birmingham and, you know, you make the fake commercial, you know, yeah. So goofy, shitty salesman type guy. This show started on the radio. That's, so yeah. it's all, it's, so it's a, it's a, it's a grifter ass used car salesman guy named Leo Deblin who will just sell you anything, anything you need. Leo's got it for sale. Come on down to Leo Devlin's or whatever. And so to promote my first stand-up special, I did fake commercials. I had a premise about, um, about you know, white people aren't going to let black people go to Mars with them. <laughs> you know, that's the loose <laughs> print, which I still believe. By the way. I mean, look at who's gone up just in the past rich niggas. couple of months. It's, all it's rich William Shatner and rich yeah, people. Yeah, nobody invited Sam Jackson. Like, yeah. there's been no black invites. Out of anyone. Samuel L. Jackson yes. should go up there. He's been up there in fake space for like his entire career. Has Viola Davis gotten an invite? No. Mm. no. Even our best blacks, they're like, nah. <laughs> Even the most black excellence. Yeah. Give me, yeah. give me Shatner. And <laughs> <laughs> Shatner. Not a knock on Shatner. He's canon. But sure. still. I get it for the. Just... Eight seats on that fucking ship. You don't have <laughs> yeah. one. So <laughs> the theory is that. The base, the the origin of the character is that if white people are going to space, they're going to need people to do work for them. So you're going to need to learn how to be an astronaut. And NASA, and I learned this, and this is where the Daily Show research brain comes in. NASA really only hires like about seven or eight astronauts a year. Like you don't, mm. astronaut is a odd job that you get and then you just wait your turn do to they, do the job. Do they give you a yearly salary or do they pay you by trip? That's a good question. I want to well, know this That's now. a good question, bro. You know what I mean? But there haven't been like a lot of astronauts. It's not like airline pilot where anyone can do it. And like if it, you don't, if you don't go to the moon one year, are they like, ah, you didn't go to the moon. We got to fire you just you didn't get year. chosen. You know? It's like in soccer. Those motherfuckers on the sidelines wearing the different jersey. They don't get to play. You yeah. just, but you are capable. You are hired to do soccer. I guess they're on the team. Technically, they get a ring if yes. they win. You know, but still. So. NASA's too expensive, and you know the education age gap. So I have this character, Leo Devlin, create a space college for black people, and it's $80 <laughs> for a six-week course so that you can be trained in how to do space shit. That's literally what I say. And, and so I run that to support my special, and I did that with CC Digital. It was just a little side project, and someone in the building was like, yeah, you know, you could have done that. Yeah, that's very funny, and it speaks to this, and we could have tied it to this story, this story, this story. Oh, okay. Well, you want to do it on the show? And you're like, yeah, let's do it on the show. And that was really the beginning of that character. And now, like, here we are, like, almost six years later. And that's wow. like a running, it's one of the longest running bits on The Daily Show under Trevor. And I got to give Trevor credit because under Jon Stewart, they didn't do shit like that. 
So Trevor was thinking about the show differently creatively. So I never thought to pitch a black people space college. Were you sketch. on it with John as well? No, you weren't. No, okay, I came in came with, Trevor, with Trevor. Okay. But I was using like everybody else in the building. I was using what John did as the creative template, the template for right. what to pitch. Right. And right. Trevor was like, nah, let's do all types of what like the show wasn't even on social media for real for real when Trevor came on. Really? And Trevor was like, no, we gotta create a whole a whole digital department. So he's the one who started the, the Twitter account. They got an Emmy. The expansion, I don't know if they didn't have a Twitter, but I'm saying as right. far as the, you know, John Stewart's level, you go to John Stewart's Twitter and tell me he gives a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> John Stewart will tell you to his face. He doesn't <laughs> give a shit. But Trevor embraced it. So he also embraced different creative vehicles for how to deliver, how to make a point. Because ultimately that's all that sketch was about is that there is still going to be a degree of racial exclusion when it comes to commercialized space travel. Full stop. So the workaround is a shady used car salesman <laughs> who for $49 for a six-week course <laughs> next door to a Little Caesars <laughs> will teach you all the tools you need to learn some space shit to get up there and get that job. Fantastic. I, I, you know, I would say come and do that character on this show, but we don't have characters on this show. We just do. Uh, we talk to we talk to interesting people, but, we, but we, we talk to real people. I did want to ask you about... Uh, you mentioned this in the special, and I, I've seen it in your biography that you know you you you've done prank phone calls yeah, uh, over your career, but radio but then you mentioned it on the special that you would you would do them and and sell them at a store. Is that what it was that he would yeah. pay you eighteen dollars? Exactly. Yeah. How, how does that work? Consignment. So consignment is where you front the record store your product and you agree on a split. I see. Okay. So these were these were calls that you recorded yourself in like Correct. a CD. Correct. Burned them you, down. Yeah, green you would burn. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then I would print the labels. I had me a HP 5550 printer <laughs> and I would go to Staples and I would get the fucking Roxio easy CD creator software and then I would get the Roxio labels and I would print them bitches. Did you find when you, put the, when you put the label on the CD though, it... It heats up and it it destroys the CD. No, no, this is paper. I couldn't afford it, Inkjet. You're talking top shelf shit. I'm talking printing paper labels and then laying the label perfectly. And they had like little CD stampers. You put a little label and stamp it down. That I was right, right. Print like literally pressing. (laughs) Like literally. (laughs) What were some of the What were some of the calls that you did? Like you you would just call up random businesses and stuff. Yeah. So in the mornings, we for the most part we had listeners. Like ninety five seven jams in Birmingham is an interesting. It's a very unique urban station in that uh, comedian Ricky Smiley, that was his that was his show before I came in behind him, before Ricky became syndicated and took over for Tom Joyner. Ricky would do pranks, and at first it was calling random places, just fucking off. But then listeners would call in and go, hey, I want you to call my aunt. Hey, oh, okay. here's what they're going through. So, and set them up, yeah. And so that tradition was started under Ricky. I got passed the baton in 01. So essentially, it's all incoming. It's not, it, like, it was not at all like Crank Anchors where we, you could call a business, but that was a slow day where you had no good emails. Right. You'd call a bit, hey, I need to call, the, I would call like a laundromat and ask them to let me put chickens in the dryer to cook them because <laughs> dryers get really hot, you know. How often would they say yes and be like, yeah, all right. That, occasionally. <laughs> occasionally. I'd call hotels when I, I figured out on the road that if you, I knew how to, certain hotels, you know how to call directly to the room because you know the prefix codes. Right. So you can circumvent the front desk. So I would just call people and whatever hotel I was in the week before on the road, I would call back to that hotel 
and pretend to be the guy next door and ask if I could borrow a condom. Like, just, <laughs> just the weird shit. But the best pranks and the stuff that was the most fiery, and I'd say the stuff that I'm most known for in that world is just calling people that it was personal, where I knew about your life. I knew what you were going through. And we called a lady. We told her we were going to cut our Social Security check. This is 05. We told her we were going to cut our Social Security check to help Hurricane Katrina victims. And she just fucking went <laughs> off. And this is this was right in that pocket of where Katrina refugees were going around the South. And it was almost like this smaller immigration argument. All these people coming from New Orleans, taking jobs and right. everywhere. And there ain't no money for us in the city. So right. there was a weird beef in some cities between locals and Katrina refugees, which is wild to think of now. But... It perfectly hit on that. You know, we would call people, man. I I called a guy. Um, this one, a guy ran up on me in Cleveland after the show. That that was kind of, that was the down, that was kind of when I stopped doing pranks was when I started realizing, okay, this is for, because like when you're calling people locally in Birmingham, it's known. It's it's almost an honor in a weird right, way, right? Because once they find out that it's you, you from the from, from the, the local ra- radio, from the heralded radio right. station, but but when it's a radio station they've never heard of, Correct. it's someone bothering them. So YouTube pops. I start putting my shit on YouTube. I start getting emails from people out of town, and so right. then I'm calling people from out of town because I can't. It's harder to prank locally because everybody knows my voice by now because right. I've taken all these pranks. I burned them to CDs. I put them in all of the local. How often music was stores. it where they would go? Is this Roy? <laughs> yeah, like it started. It would get to a point where like two out of every three or four attempts was a bust, and like right. that's stressful in the middle of the morning. Right. So. I got to call more out of town is because they don't know who I am. But because they don't know who I am, they don't give a fuck who you are on the end of the call. And there was a guy whose son got suspended for playing with himself. I'm trying to say this as politely as possible. He's like a third, fourth grade. He, he's at the touch he's your at, dick phase. Sure, he's at the phase we all are. <laughs> and he wasn't jacking off as much as he was just adjusting his nuts. <laughs> you know? Sure, yes. But constantly adjusting his nuts. <laughs> I called this child's father and accused his child of teaching my child how to jack off in class. Oh, no. Quality argument. Quality back and forth. And this gentleman proceeds to go, meet me at the school, motherfucker. I'm on the way. And he hung up and he drove to the school. And we get his wife on the phone. Like, he's literally at the school. And we finally tell him, hey, man, ha, ha, ha. His his wife had set him up? Yeah, his wife gave me all this information. Three months later, I'm in Cleveland performing at the improv. And this motherfucker comes up to me at the merch table. And he grabs me, like, by the hand. He goes, this just so you know. If I wanted to touch your ass, I could touch you. <laughs> oh, God. And I was like, okay, this, that wasn't funny to him. Like, he didn't like that. And so, I mean, he did drive all the way to the school. <laughs> you know? I just, you know, I don't know, man. It was just as I started getting older, what I started realizing is that prank calls, that's a young man's game. There's a certain yeah. level of. I can't imagine doing one right now. Somebody was like asking me, <laughs> people ask me on Twitter like once or twice a year, man, I love your pranks. We used to listen. When are you going to do another album? I'm 43, dog. <laughs> and that shit that I was doing when I was 22 and I was hungry and I was working at a radio station that wouldn't make me full time and I was trying to prove my worth. So I'm literally going to say the most reckless thing I can think of 
fuck your kids, <laughs> fuck your job, whatever. Like I, you start learning specifically how to. It's an interesting dissection of like the human condition and how you can attack someone's ego. Just find out whatever they hold, whatever they cherish, and insult it. You're making me want to do one right now. Do you want to do one? Do you want to do a prank phone call? If right you now? got somebody you want me to call, here, let's call. We'll, a, uh, let's call. Let's call. It it's guy. so much harder to do though because here, I'm dialing you the phone can't right now. block anybody. You can't. You can't block your number. Okay, we got People someone. Don't on, answer, we got someone on the line here. Calls. Who do we got? Hello. Uh, hey, good morning. Uh, hi, who is this? Hello, this is Leo Deblin. I'm calling you to let you know that you have won a gift certificate to my Space Academy camp and barbershop institution. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is such an exciting opportunity. Yes, thank, we need your you. social security number, please. Your wife, Jackie, called us and oh said God. that you would uh, be able to help fund a little bit of the Space Camp and College Institution. Amen. Jackie? Jackie, did you call somebody? Jackie? Sorry? Did you give someone my information? Hey, Jackie. Hello? Hey, hey, what's going on, baby? Leo Devlin. Leo? Yes, from the Black People's Space College and Barbershop Institution in college. Leo, I told you not to call me at home. Yes, yes. Uh, well, I was just trying to talk to this gentleman very Hun, briefly. sit down. We can talk about What's this, okay? On? We can talk about Hold this on. later, baby. Really want to go to space? Hold on. Hold on. We're not having sex tonight. Is that my son? Are you having sex with my wife and your son? What the hell is going on? Yes, we just, I still need your social security number. Yeah, you sure. Let me get that for you real you quick. So <laughs> Oh my God, that was so stressful. I can see why. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Well, um, Roy, you, uh, you're a great stand-up comedian, a, a fascinating person. Imperfect Messenger is on Paramount+. Plus. It's a mm-hmm. great way to spend 65 minutes uh, of your life. Yes. Uh, at, the, at the end of your life, it, it may be something when your life flashes before your eyes. You may go like, that was a good 65 that I spent. Watching that, hopefully, th- hopefully that is something that when people die, yeah. they they see right before they die. I don't what do you know. think? If your life flashes before your eyes, I don't want to see my stand up. Oh, no. <laughs> you don't want to see your stand up, but somebody, I want to see it. Somebody said, "Well, that would suck if someone else's life flashed before your eyes." That's, <laughs> that's kind of a bummer. Well, Imperfect Messenger is out there uh, right now, and uh, we need to take a break. You can stick around. Yes, happy uh, to. Roy Wood Jr. is here. We'll be right back. We have a, 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 a new podcast host and a dog breeder. Love it. Packed show. We'll be right back with more Comedy Bang Bang after this. <laughs> Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, what if I just said, tough luck, <laughs> and then ended it? No, I actually have the perfect gift, and I stand by this one 100%. I've talked about it. Aura Frames are beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. How many photos do you think you've taken in your life? Four? More? Well, it's unlimited how many photos you can you can share on this thing. And I, I believe me, I've tested it out. It is super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving Aura as a gift, you can personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. And that's what I did. I gave these to all of my loved ones and we put photos of our new baby into the frame and they love it. My mom would rather watch the Aura frame than TV. (laughs) She just sits there like watching the new photos come up. She loves it. I love them. I think it's one of the greatest inventions to ever be invented. Thank goodness whoever did it, 
I couldn't, Mr. Aura, if you're out there, we love you. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is A-U-R-A-Frames, AuraFrames.com. Use code BANGBANG at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you ever have something that you're keeping close to the vest or the chest? If you're Christopher Nolan, he says that in one of the Batman movies twice. He doesn't say it, obviously. Look, this is something I just need to get off my chest. The fact that this bothers me. Anyway, we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Well, therapy is a safe space to get these things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash BangBang today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash BangBang. Sorry to interrupt your podcast, everyone, but, you know, there's only one acceptable reason to interrupt a podcast, and that is your dog. Take a minute now to pet your dog, okay? I'll wait. I'm not going to wait a full minute, but a few seconds, sure. Yeah, but while you're petting your dog, you can learn all about Bark, the company dedicated to making dogs happy. Every month, BarkBox designs and delivers a whole new collection of toys and treats just for your best bud. Every toy is tailored to your pup's size and play style, from squeaky plush toys from BarkBox to ultra-tough, durable ones from Super Chewer. Every treat is made with yummy, healthy, all-natural ingredients like pumpkin and sweet potato. For a limited time, this is good, they will double your first box of goodies for free. My dogs, they love BarkBox. Now it's it's gotten to the point where every package that is delivered to the house, they assume is a BarkBox and they start jumping up and down. Then I have to say, uh, no, it's just a sweater for me. <laughs> and they get very disappointed. They love BarkBox. They love chewing on everything. They love the treats. It's great. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com slash BangBang. Comedy BangBang, we have Roy Wood Jr. here. Imperfect Messenger is out on Paramount+. Plus, uh, It's a great stand-up special. And uh, The Daily Show, you got any spoilers for The Daily Show coming up? Uh, like what's no. coming up in the news? It's midterms. This year's midterms, bro. It's 2022. Okay, I guess that so will yeah, be in the it's news. It's time to go to war. Yes, finally. Are you ready to fight for the future of the nation no matter what? And we're going to do it again in two more years? <laughs> what are you years? doing impression of? <laughs> it's like a wrestling promo. <laughs> it's going down. The politics fight for is, democracy. Politics is wrestling, isn't it? It's kayfabe. What are, kayfabe? What do they call it? What is that term? Anyway? I don't know. I haven't watched wrestling in a long ass time. Yeah. It's almost like... Excuse me. With it. Excuse me. Hi. Hello. Hi. Is this, are you Scott Ackerman? 
Yeah, of course. Just I mean, you obviously you recognize me. Yeah, but, hello, uh, how you doing? I'm Ron Snapper. Nice to see you. How are oh, you? Oh, hi, Ron. Okay. Uh, sorry, hi, I'm in Roy the middle Wood of... Roy Jr. Hello. Nice to meet you, Ron Snapper. Yeah, how right. are you? I mean, Snapper? I'm not surprised that he knows who we are. We're two of the most recognizable people in our field. Well, yes. Of course, know. anyone would recognize you fellas. Okay, you guys are top dogs, all right? Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Anyway, we are doing a show, so uh, yeah, if that's you can why make your I'm way... here. I'm actually here to ambush you, Scott. You've been what? ambushed. I am the host of a show called Podcast Rescue. I don't know if you're familiar with Podcast Rescue. Uh, I come in, people let me know about podcasts that they think are terrible, that they think are of a low quality. And Roy, did you okay. did you rap me out? <laughs> I mean, I've always been a fan of what you did. I Roy didn't know you would, needed rescuing. <laughs> Roy gave me a call. Roy said, I'm booked on this podcast next week. I, I can't. You did it all the way last week? You knew it was going to be <laughs> yeah, bad I'm then? I'm sorry, man. I'm just. Roy, Roy had listened to some back episodes. He said, this podcast is a oh, true you're, stinker. You're listening okay? to the archive. <laughs> okay, I understand. Yeah, the yeah. ones behind the paywall. I understand. The first few years were rough. You listened to one from 09, he said. Oh, I don't know. No, I don't know you didn't about listen this. to the 09 ones, did you? Oh, man, Reggie Watts era, you know? Yeah. So listen, he and many, many other of your past guests called to say this podcast is going down the tubes. Sort of burying the lead. First you said one person, now you're saying many, well, many Well, Roy others? started it, and then I, I said, uh, then I said, hmm, let me open the phone lines. And then oh, wait, everybody Wait, the called. phone lines weren't open. The phone lines How were did he get a hold of you? Roy uh, sent me a letter. Yeah. <laughs> a full-on letter a week ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You don't know Snapper, man? Snapper... Got my homeboy podcast on track. Just let it happen. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. That's what do right. I need? Uh, I'm sorry. I mean, I know. Yes, everything's been sort of. It's 2022, and th you know, I'm sick been... of your excuses, Scott. What? All I said was it's 2022. It's 2022. We should be hosting great podcasts, not dying like a dog out here. I know. I know. I mean, who are your guests coming on? You've got a dog breeder and another podcast host. I, Why look, are you cross promoting? But Conan O'Brien gets all the good guests. Oh, all I hear is poor me. Okay? Yes, poor me. No. I mean, I used to have huge stars on the show. Paul Rudd. He's Ant-Man, you know. I don't give a goddamn who he is. <laughs> Why isn't he here right now? Because he's over there doing the Conan O'Brien show instead. Okay. Just don't yell at him, Scott. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, Please I, don't I, yell, at me, yell at me. I'm the yeah. yeller, okay? You're the, oh, okay, I'm yeah. the one who yells. We need... Uh, <laughs> We need to have varying degrees <laughs> That's of... That's right. Okay. Maybe we could just... Take turns. Differentiation. Okay. Yes. All right. But listen, okay? I'm here to give you some tough love, okay? Because okay. I had a look at your financials, okay? You're starting... You've started this comedy bang-bang world. Okay. All right. This boondoggle. How'd you get the financials of... Uh, uh, we could sort of keep those private. I wrote a letter mm. to your business manager, and I just said, hello, I'm Ron Snapper, host of Podcast Rescue. And they just gave him up? <laughs> they sent me uh, a full financial full. profile. How, how long until you run out of money, Scott? Uh-oh. Honestly, like early February? By my calculations, it could be by the end of this episode. N by the, by end, the end of this episode, you could be no. financially ruined. No, it's true. No, it's true. You are losing $72,000 a minute on hosting this podcast. I know. I know. It's it's too expensive to do. To get Roy here, we had to charter that, that private jet that you asked for and... And the you chef? You could have told me no, though. You didn't have to give Why didn't you tell Roy no? Look at him. I want him on the show. He's a great guest. Of course, but these guests are manipulating you, Scott. You're bending to their every whim. You're a doormat. So you're saying I'm paying my guests too much? You're paying your guests way too much. <laughs> I always thought I was. Performers should not be paid. That's why I want you to write that down. That's, okay. That should be your first rule going forward. That's okay. one of the new 
things we're going to institute when I rescue your podcast. Okay, okay? Well, when you rescue, I thought you were in the process. I'm in of the doing process it. of doing it right now. But by the time we're done rescuing the podcast, okay. that'll be one thing you do. Okay, All listen, right. I've helped a lot of people. Okay, okay, I helped Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell. I got them together. Wait, to, you 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 introduced them? I introduced you? them to each other. I said, let's play the long game on this. Why don't you guys get married, start a podcast in about ten years? I thought he was the one with the podcast. <laughs> That's yeah, but she she's part of it too. She pops in. She pops in. She pops in. So you don't need to introduce them just for him to get a podcast that she pops in. I on. needed his life to get to a certain place where oh, he I, even uh, felt comfortable hosting uh, a podcast. I understand where, where people he, were interested in what he was saying if he married. Kristen Bell. You think anyone gave a goddamn about what the guy from Without a Paddle had to say about climate change? That's a good point. No. He's an alt centrist, you know. (laughs) Snapper, do you you think that maybe Scott should go completely off the rails and then just tonally change the podcast to just what it's like to recover and bounce back from that and what it's like to be at rock bottom? Yeah, I mean, that's what What Dax does. Is that where you let him or? Yeah, I said, uh, Dax, why don't you bottom out? And then talk about that for the next. Wait, you 10 had years. him bottom yeah. out. I, I encouraged that. I, Dax, I said, Dax, I know you've been struggling with substance abuse problems. <laughs> I'm going to encourage you to go ahead and uh, get as drunk as possible. I sent him. I sent him a letter and a bottle of Grey Goose, and I said, oh, Let's no. do this. Dax. He's a friend of the show. I yeah, meaning when I say that, he did episode 13 and never came back. Okay. Oh, so a good, so a good. <laughs> what kind of friends do you have, Scott? That they do a show 10 years ago and never come back. I see him at a restaurant. He see he. Waves at me like hell he does. <laughs> All right, maybe not. <laughs> Look, I think that's exactly right. I think you need to practice radical honesty. Roy was exactly right. I need you to tell your listeners, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, okay? And I'm ready to change. <laughs> Look, I got to admit, we're in our 13th year at this point. <laughs> right. What um, am I even doing this anymore? This is a failure. This is an objective <laughs> I just keep failure. beating my head against the wall. And Roy, no no disrespect, but the show doesn't work anymore. You've, I mean, you've seen it up close at this point. But you went to television, and that's where... What, how many podcasts go to television? I, you know, at the time... None. And now it's every podcast. I, I read uh, the trades and every single podcast that's out there. Hot new podcast gets turned into a television show. Are they turning this back into a television show? No. They better not. I don't want to see it. I <laughs> want to see li- the original version. <laughs> yeah, I did. I tuned in and I watched every episode. Every of that. episode. Every Thank episode. You so much. I'm an IFC subscriber. Okay. Wow. AMC the- Plus. AMC account? Plus. I okay. watch old Mad Men episodes. <laughs> okay. Well, okay? I understand that, but. <laughs> And sometimes I watch your show and I'm thinking to myself, what the hell is going on? This guy is coming from a radio podcast format. Now he's trying to turn it into a some kind of Pee Wee Herman talk show. I don't know. You know, I, uh, they say I have a face for podcasting and it didn't really I agree. translate. <laughs> this is my signature tough love. I know it's No, like you, I know you're the you yelling know, guy. So what do I do, though? What do you do? Look, you got to push all kinds of benchmarks. OK, I, first of all, I, you need to learn how to host. OK. I, uh, you need to learn. I agree. Yeah. I'm bad at it. I mean, let me tell you. Let me, how were how were my questions, Roy? Like, I, uh, I I enjoyed them, but you could have pushed me. I could have pushed you. Did you want me to? You didn't even ask like me emotionally. About, no, but you didn't even ask me about cancel culture and Chappelle. <laughs> oh, what are no. you doing, Scott? You're leaving. How laughs am I going to get table? headlines without asking about cancel culture and Chappelle? Everyone knows when you have a comedian, you ask them their <laughs> yes. opinion. That's right. That's exactly. Those are the two topics you talk about. Okay? I remember when I was doing press for the Between Two Ferns movie. That's go, what I was asked what about. What do you think oh, about this cancel culture? <laughs> yeah. So you let you left that on the table with Roy, okay? I'm t- you you even push. mentioned him, and I didn't even pa- capitalize mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, You're supposed God. to bite at a hot button topic. 
Okay, and furthermore, let, look, I think your I think your intros and your segues are all over the goddamn map. Okay, <sighs> I mean, look, if you're taking a cross country trip, that's where you want to be. What kind of non sequitur is that? <laughs> We're not staying on topic at all. You're just trying to get a cheap laugh line in. <laughs> yeah. Let me here. Did it work? No. <laughs> How many people are taking cross-country trips on a regular basis? Listen to Roy. No one is <laughs> traveling cars. In your listenership. What? I mean, some people listen to it in the car, if that's what you're asking me. Yeah, of course. Of sure. course, but not across the whole damn country. <laughs> price of gas these days. That's a topic you could talk about as well, would be Joe Biden raising the price of gas. I guess. Did wait, I mention I'm an, <laughs> <laughs> well, an alt-right centrist? You're an alt-right centrist. an alt-centrist. I'm an alt-right centrist. <laughs> okay. But I don't like to get into my politics. Listen, why don't we practice Seems right like now? you got into it Look, pretty easily. I don't want to talk about it, Scott. You, but... I tell you a little bit more, <laughs> Well, I just, you know, I believe in uh, small government. That, Do you own uh, any tiki torches <laughs> at all? Of course I own tiki torches for my tiki-themed podcast, Tiki Talk. <laughs> the two, those words are too similar. I've what got, do you mean? Can I podcast rescue your show, first of all? You don't know what the fuck you're talking about, Scott. Rescuing me, I have, you know, I'm in the podcast hall of fame. They have a Hall of Fame already? Hall of fame they didn't even podcast. contact me? They didn't. Of course they didn't contact your sorry ass. What are you kidding? This, who, did they, who did they contact? Obama? Because he was on Marin? Obama and Springsteen, they contacted. And the, the killer from Serial? They, they contacted Adnan, yes. Mm-hmm. Adnan Saeed, yep. yeah. I knew He's it. He's in there. Everybody. Gervais, Carl Pilkington, okay? Yeah, yeah I would I would contact These, them. For, that's they were right. pretty early. Yes, and of course, Dax and Kristen, his co-host, oh, Kristen. Man. Oh, and of course, uh, the orange haired one himself, Conan. I yes. bet he gets in there. Nick that, Cannon, too, from Wild and Out. Wait, just from Wild and Out? They got a Wild and Out. Podcast. They got a, oh. the Wild Out podcast. They, they just do Wild and Out podcast. <laughs> yeah. They just do that, uh, you know, that insult rap part. They only do that for an hour. Okay, oh I gotta yeah. check that out. It's good. Okay, I'm sure it is. It's surprisingly good. Stop yelling at me. Now listen, yeah. let's practice right now. Why don't you introduce right. me as a guest? I'll tell you how your intro is. Okay, okay uh, this guy barged in here. This uh, guy. What, how do you want to be described? Icon. This icon. Icon. This oh, icon the, of reality podcast. I've never, to be honest, I've never even heard of you, although I think I wow. will in the future. <laughs> yes, I believe that is uh, canon. <laughs> but okay, this is, this guy is in. I, I said it again, this, this guy. guy. Is this how you would introduce Roy? I've <laughs> never heard of this guy, but here he is. I mean, I, I had heard of him, though. I have never heard of I'm truthful, at least. You have to give me that. I'm truthful in my comedy. Well, truthful. Truthful isn't going to keep the lights on in this building, okay? You have lost $72,000 just in the 20 seconds that I've been yelling at you just now. I know. So, okay. And I've given it to you. Yes. Snap, quick question just about when you're looking to rebuild and reconnect with social how? What? What should Scott's approach be? Is that a be? topic we've been talking about? <laughs> That's absolutely a topic. What should his approach be to social media engagement as the algorithm has changed and things are different and we're starting to get into, you know, metaverse and VR? Yeah, the metaverse. I don't even you know, like. Because this, this podcast is, you know, this is Facebook era. Mm-hmm. This pod, yeah, this podcast started when you know people were were on Facebook, and then it segued into Instagram. But now it's the metaverse. I don't know what to do. And just like Facebook, it's dying like a dog, and it was probably responsible for January sixth. <laughs> I mean, have you even a looked? A dog at- was responsible for January 6th? <laughs> no, this podcast was. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay? I'm getting very confused. Now, look, Roy, that was a very thoughtful question. I'd like to answer it in sort of a slapdash, off the cuff, not thinking about it too hard way. Oh, good. Memes, Scott. <laughs> you should be posting memes. memes. We call them memes. Okay? 
Yeah. You should be posting a funny picture of Roy laughing at one of your jokes. Not that you have one. Because <laughs> yeah, he mean, didn't laugh at I've shit. i camera on him the entire yeah. time. He hasn't laughed at a single it's thing. Just, I mean, he's stone-faced. He looks like the eagle from the Muppets. <laughs> I thought you were talking about one of the eagles first. Was <laughs> Don Henley from the He eagles. looks like Don Henley over here. <laughs> Surprisingly Don serious. Don Henley hosted the Muppet show? <laughs> Great episode. I turned it into a podcast. I can't, Don Henley has a podcast that I helped him Don start. Henley has a podcast? Mm-hmm. God, this is, this is the thing. How am I supposed to compete with all these celebrities doing podcasts these days? Well, you should be doing memes, as Roy says. You know, you, you should just be... go back to your earlier thing. I have the new Why question. Not? I'm allowed to hit the post whenever I want. Okay, that's a, good, that's a good point, though. How do you get celebrity guests when celebrities themselves are yeah. also hosts? I guess because they want to plug their own podcasts, but uh, mm-hmm. but then that only that's only once. You think Conan O'Brien has ever come back after he plugged his podcast one time? No, of course not. He'd be a fool to come back on this show. <laughs> I agree. He was a fool to come once. Incredibly foolish business decision. Surprised he bounced back from that. <laughs> Honestly surprised. No, listen. If, so you want to get big famous guests, huh? That's what yeah, you want, Yeah, I mean, look. That's what you want more than anything? Roy, you're great, but, uh, you know. I know. I know. Yeah, I'm no I mean, Kevin Hart. Yeah, exactly. You know, like uh, Kevin Hart or who's another movie star? Uh, I'm trying to think of one. John Travolta. <laughs> okay, sure. The greatest actor of all time, John Travolta. Okay, you don't want to know how you big, get those people? Big John, John Travolta Big fan? John Travolta fan. Like for, for going how far back? How far back? Yeah. Uh, the, Sweat Hog era? No, the Gotti movie. <laughs> <laughs> was that's, that? It's like that's maybe his most recent movie. It was great. <laughs> Listen, if you want bigger celebrity guests, you got to cut some of the fat and fire some of your employees. Okay. Have I you ever to... heard of of that concept of sort of a, a landmark firing? That's where you pick the worst employee in the building here and you fire them right now to let everybody know this is a serious show. What? And, and uh, I, you said I, that, I that like it was a secret. Pick your worst employee and fire. Isn't that how anyone fires someone? Pick no, your worst employee and I, fire no, I them? I think he means pick the best one. The best one. In Thank front. you, Roy. That is what I meant. <laughs> okay. Pick the best employee you got on staff. I mean, the person who is really hitting the numbers, who is making the show perform, and who is indispensable. That's just me. Fire yourself, <laughs> Scott. I wish I could. <laughs> me too. Why are we both yelling? You're the yelling I know. guy. Okay, let me back off and do my soft, serious thing, okay? Okay. I'll do it too. Okay. <laughs> good. Good. Obviously, firing yourself is not an option, okay? I wish it were. The, the, look, the listeners obviously wish that they, they would could. love it. They I've would been reading the Reddit. It. They would love it. Jason Manzuka steps in here, takes over. Man, that's the, that would everyone would think that would be the golden era of the show. Well, I got it. I'm glad you brought him up. Since you can't fire yourself, you got to fire your best guest. Jason you Manzoukas? have to ban Jason Manzukas from Comedy Bang Bang right now oh, on air. That's going to be so hard. I mean, he's a personal friend as well. If what? you don't ban your personal friend, I'm walking out that door, okay? <laughs> There's the door? There's the door, and I'm walking out of it, okay? I'll be gone. I don't, well, uh... Controversy creates engagement. That's exactly right. Think of the socials when yeah. you post that Manzukas is persona non grata at Earwolf. All right, I'll do it. I trust you. You're the host of something. I can't You've said it to me several times that I see it's very simple. It seems like a problem that you have, not a problem. What are you talking about? (laughs) It's a simple show title that is very unique. Okay, (laughs) I'll fire him. Okay, good, good. That's a great start. Consider I'm gonna uh, let me shoot off a text message. I'll turn it into an email since it's a business thing. I like writing letters, you know, (laughs) but you've mentioned (laughs) them several times. I I go analog with my correspondence. (laughs) 
Okay, I've sent the text message. <laughs> wow. I always say whoosh when pr- I send a text hey, message. I'm, because I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for doing that, okay? And this is really going to turn this ship around, okay? Thank you. And, I, and once we start working in socials, once we start hitting more catchphrases, you yeah, know, that's something I You can I help me well. out with this, right? But Because, look, we have some guests that I have to get to on the show. Can you help me with this while I would, we do it? You're going to need it. So, yeah, I mean, what what would be a good catchphrase at this point? Have I said anything? I mean, I, I said that one at the beginning. But terrible catchphrase. You're terrible, taking user-submitted right? catchphrases from strangers on the internet or I sending in their one, dog but shit? I gave it to Weird Al Yankovic. Well, why are you helping that guy? I don't know. He's rich. <sighs> he stole my catchphrase. You should ban him from the show if you haven't already. He's another personal friend. That's two. Okay, I'll do it. I was ready (laughs) with that email. You were prepared (laughs) to ban Al Yankovic, and I'm I'm proud of you. And you're you're taking the steps in my draft folder already. (laughs) Good, good. Everyone should. Yeah. (laughs) All right, all right. Look, let me get to some other guests. Okay, you can you can sort of you know. And Roy, you know, feel free to give me pointers too. I mean, I know that I'm, uh, I'm happy to. I'm you're the guy. You're the guy who originally uh, uh, squealed on me. So uh, yeah, I really, I really. Are you writing an email gonna, right now? No, I'm going to pull up a couple of the podcasts that I think are very exemplary. Yeah, oh, okay. I think it's probably a good use of our time would just be like Roy playing uh, more popular podcasts off clips. the speakers of his phone. <laughs> <laughs> that no. would be good. Well, look, we d- here's something we have. Here's something we have. Uh, Don't uh, do Jay Leno. <laughs> yeah, I know. What year is it? He's back on the air. What air? I don't know. <laughs> He keeps threatening to have another show. Well, don't invite him on this one. It's, you think the Zoomers are going to tune into that? Oh, two old guys talk about jalopies for an hour. Who's the? Uh, who's he bringing? The, there's two old guys. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm 29 like, years Eubanks? old. Eubanks? I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a podcast guest, a new podcast guest. I, uh, he's probably already got a more successful podcast than you. All right. He's uh, he's a uh, no. Sorry, it's not a man. It's uh, a woman. Uh, good see, this God. is this is my problem. No, but that's good. Don't apologize. My, my producer doesn't give me any information. You just almost misgendered a guest. That's right. Roy's <laughs> onto something. There's no more hot button thing than to misgender your guests. <laughs> it's you very perfectly. You almost misgendered. So technically, you didn't misgender. So I didn't. Yes. Yeah. So you can stand your ground and go. I have a right. Stand your ground to laws. Almost misgendered. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Okay, you're let, threading a needle very successfully right now, Scott. Okay, let's get to her. She's yeah. a new podcast host. Wait a minute, she's been on the show before. The, uh, uh, greetings, gumshoes. <laughs> Just kidding, motherfuckers. It's the other one. Yeah, but please welcome Bonequeef. What's up? It's me, Bonequeef. Bone like trombone and queef like a pussy fart. Hey, what's up, Bonequeef? What's up, Scott? Uh, this is Roy. A long time. Hello, this Roy. Is Ron you? Snapper, who's going to help. Nice to meet you, Bonequeef. Why aren't fan. you yelling at him? Because Bonequeef is a I am a woman, god woman. damn it. <laughs> her. Yes, that's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good See, God. There, I actually did it. Yeah, <laughs> you did it. You misgendered me. So, I've, to be fair, this. I've done it almost every one. Almost of your every time. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's my very short haircut, but you cannot see me keep me right. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bonequeef. Welcome back to the show. It's Thanks. been a while. It's been a long time. What's up? You know. What's up? Well, uh, you're a new uh, for for people who haven't uh, uh, heard your previous ex- uh, uh, experiences, your previous <laughs> episodes. Sure. Listen out. Your previous bitches, as we okay. we said, we we're going to call uh, my previous bitches. bitches yep. Uh, describe uh, what are you? Oh my! What am I not, Scott? Is more like the question you should wherefore there be asking me. I well, okay. What are wherefore are you not? What do <laughs> I? I can't remember. I am an entrepreneur. Okay. Oh, I we am. don't have those. Well. 
Well, it is 2022. Maybe we, we're going to have those back on the Get show. Get entrepreneurs again. back on the show. That's like the whole thing of this show. Years. <laughs> They're the backbone of America. That's right. Anyway, I've I done a lot of shit, Scott, but I'm not here to talk about the past. I'm here to talk about the future. Okay, so to, That's to remind the listeners, true. you've I'm, done a lot of shit. Yes, I'll be honest. But, I don't remember most of what I've done. It's okay, been yeah, a long time. Neither do I, quite honestly. Here's the what thing, are you here Scott? to talk about? You're a podcast host? Yes, because it happened. A lot of what y'all were talking about in the last segment really applies to me because I, a strong black woman with a very funny name, <laughs> was canceled. You That's were canceled. Right. That's right. The woke liberal left wing media canceled me because my name is Bone Queef. It's bone like got milk and queef like a pussy fart. No. And they said, oh, your name is triggering to me. And I said, that is my God-given name. Y'all motherfuckers don't understand it. You're not offensive. You're just who you are. I'm just, I am just, I. I can understand if you were someone coming in with like, and, and affecting something, putting on some affectation or doing an accent that or something like that. That would be crazy and be cra- You're just, That'd but you're a real sure. person. How, how does the word queef trigger people? Uh, Are they like fart phobic or something? Yeah, they do. I, uh, honestly, I, you know, you tell me. A queef is a very scary sound. They did not tell me. A queef is a very scary sound. Scary to whom? Uh, well, whoever wasn't expecting to hear a fart. At that time, which is everyone, or or should you go in expecting? Well, it's not. It's, see, there's two types of queef. You got the mid-stroke queef, sure, and then you got the after-the-fact queef. Oh, okay. Which is the most scary one? The after-the-fact, because yes, you're done. Because the mid, the mid one, I think, is understandable. And then you're just that? in bed chilling, and then just. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> that is exactly what every day sounds like in my household. Rah, so, rah, rah. Wait, but I you, thought that was just your name. It's it's actually something that's happening to it you. It is my well? name, and it is also what I do. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, I, th- yes, the word queef was triggering to them. I guess all of the little, you know, lefty liberal white parents. Was you guys really get along politically. I, I yeah, talk we in my are language. Aligned. If I'm there kidding. was an alt-right centrist media, all right, we, we would be we would happy perfect. to have you, Bone Queef. No, well, listen, you should have me because I got a new podcast and it's called Queefs After Dark. <laughs> okay? Queefs After Dark. Well, Queefs After Dark. Why, why, why do people, when we're talking about liberals, Mm-hmm. What is your objection to the term vaginal current breeze? Yeah. Why couldn't you change it to that? I, I, I mean, I know it's your name. Well, that's the thing. I don't have any problem with vaginal current breeze sort of as a so then objective why, so then why? So then why are you sticking so hard to queef? Why can't you just acknowledge that the your, world has changed and people maybe, yeah maybe triggers people and that, and that like like when they go it's not homeless anymore we go unhoused right yeah. sure so yeah. we have to change not, we usually change every word every 10 years vaginal we? breeze yeah i think is a fair so you want me to change my name to vaginal breeze <laughs> and queef like a pussy <laughs> <laughs> no not the, not the bone part not the bone part that would be crazy <laughs> no. i'm not changing the bone part i'm sorry that's the whole thing look roy that would be like me being like what if you, you imagine roy you woke up and found out that the word Roy was a bad word. Or wood. You know, or wood wood, wood can yeah. intimate like it's a hard penis. Okay. You know? Like what if people were like suddenly, you know what, we don't we, we don't like your name, Roy. They were too sensitive to listen to your name. No, my name is my name. Exactly. That's what she's my saying. Point. People have told me my name's offensive as well. My yes. name Ron is Snapper. Snapper. Yeah. Snapper? What, which part? It implies that I snap. You, that I you have the handle. <laughs> You're what yelling, are you this? <laughs> All right. So, Bone Queef, tell us about the. It's Queef After Dark. Queefs, Queefs, plural. Queefs, oh, After plural. Dark. Oh, That's okay. right. And honestly, More bang for your buck. it's all of the people 
uh, that's that were just too edgy for society in whatever oh way. It's God. a bit like the, if a black woman hosted Joe Rogan, that's a bit how like what it's like basically. I'm, I'm investing. That sounds great. Okay. I don't need rescuing. That's the dream. I'll be honest. We are doing great. Sounds okay. like it. That's right. But so, so you tell it like, do you have guests on? Do you uh, like Joe Rogan? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, he has on, uh, uh, you know, doctors and weirdos and sure. you know, Alex Jones. Is that is that the type of thing that you do? <laughs> it's all the same guests from the Joe Rogan. <laughs> oh, wait, so you just, you're getting Joe Rogan runoff. <laughs> That's it. But it, it, with the frame of a black woman with a funny name, it's completely different. It does seem different. I to say me. hi. Yeah, welcome to Queefs After Dark. I'm your host, Bone Queef. It's Bone like Wishbone telling a funny story. He's a little dog and Queef like a pussy fart. <laughs> <laughs> and they say, oh, great. Have you tried Ivermectin? And I'm like, no, what is that? <laughs> and we do it live on the air. Are it's you funny. literally just pulling them right as soon as they get out of the Joe Rogan? Yes. Like your studio's like right next door to mm-hmm. Rogan's? I have a small mobile studio set up right outside of Joe when Rogan. When you say mobile studio, what do you say? Your car? It is my car, yes. But we do have right. the finest recording equipment. Oh, okay. What do you got? Oh. Tape a, recorder? Tape recorder, a <laughs> Yamaha. Okay. Uh, He's right. Those, he, those are the finest pieces of podcast recording. <laughs> Recording equipment, That's right? Yeah. And you should think about doing your show in your car, Scott. I, I mean, at some point, I'm going to have to. I mean, we can't afford the overhead on this place much longer. You're telling me? I'm looking at the financials right now. Yeah. What else is in the financials, by the way? The fight. Well, there's uh there's uh, my my expenditures are your, there too. Your expenses are in there. All your my subscriptions. All your subscriptions. All your OnlyFans subscriptions. <laughs> oh, all your no. fan house subscriptions. But I'm a true fan. I know, don't. I know it. But you can't be putting it on the company card. Bonequeef knows what I'm talking. I about. I know what I'm. T- yeah, I know what you're talking about, and I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> So you know what two separate people are talking about, one including you. Most of the time. Okay. That's what a podcast host needs to do. That's right. I would also like to plug my OnlyFans while I'm here. Oh, Uh you have an OnlyFans? (laughs) Yes. But I put Uh clothes on. (laughs) It's crazy. It's a reverse OnlyFans. That's right. Yes. It's like OnlyFans backwards. It's like snap YOLO. That's it. What, yeah, a snap YOLO. <laughs> I'd like to plug my OnlyFans as well. Oh, wait, you're Ron Snapper. You have an OnlyFans. Yeah, I have an OnlyFans. I do solo vids. I do, uh, oh, you no. know, it's pretty standard. It's pretty standard. <laughs> do you queef on your OnlyFans? Well, I do, yeah, occasionally. Sometimes I put on a really heavy jacket and it queefs, queefs out. It's crazy. So... <laughs> <laughs> so, oh man! Bone anyway, queef. Yeah. So you've come on to talk about this podcast. There promote... must be there must be more to it. Well, no, I think that's honestly you. Are, <laughs> you are you are really imagining that's a about lot it. of me, Scott. All right. Well, well no, no, let me tell you some more. Okay, okay. So I well, I just want I'm here to cross promote because it's going well. Smart. But my hope for the new year is to move out of my car and into a rooted, grounded studio. So I figured okay. I would start at the absolute bottom of the podcast mountain and work my way up, hoping to get to Conan eventually. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I, you know, I haven't been on his show either. I mean, he came on this one. That's right. You know, did I get the, the invite back? No. no. So, you know, I mean, it's hard. It's tough. It's How, tough out there for a podcast host. How do you feel about the black community's opinion of you hosting people on your podcast that don't necessarily support sure. and fight for the same mm-hmm. issues. The, the issues don't hold. align yeah. with, with, yeah, what That's they... An you're giving question. them an audience on your podcast. That's true. As a black woman. Right. I guess I guess the thing is, is that I am, I am a woman without community right now. And these... Because you got canceled. Because I got canceled for my God-given name, Bone Queef. <laughs> hold on one second. Bone like Wingstop's new boneless wings and Queef like a pussy. <laughs> okay. 
But here's the thing. <laughs> See, Ed Scott, that's a good technique. If you ever need a second, just say, give me one <laughs> just second. Just give me one second, then pull out my phone <laughs> yeah. and pull up my notes app. That's right. Okay. That's allowed. Yeah, sure. It's that's allowed, allowed on a podcast. That's they can't allowed. see you do it. They had no idea. Unless the host calls it out. <laughs> that's right. Anyway, um, but yes. I anyway, but yes. <laughs> I, Is this good podcast technique? Yeah, sure. To reset all the time Anything say anyway, but yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say anyway, you know? and then you take focus back, because otherwise <laughs> okay. you'll never get it back. <laughs> it's slipping away from you, <laughs> yes. got to say bon queen. I don't think that's true. That's another good technique. Just deny whatever the guest says. So like I was saying, uh, the black community does not accept me. So I have found my tribe. Is that okay to say? I don't know. Amongst problematic white men okay we got everybody up in that motherfucker who's there we got we got you already mentioned alex jones we Mm -hmm. got do people that i haven't mentioned okay (laughs) we got tommy hot dog hands janana man what (laughs) tommy hot dog hands janana man that's a hot guest that's a hot booking that's right hot booking you heard of him he Uh, lost his book deal yeah he lost his book deal he invented an alternative covid vaccine that inoculates you (laughs) against stupidity it's the one i got (laughs) oh okay I thought you were going to say Tommy Bahamas. I was getting excited. That that one I would listen to. Well, he's designing all of the clothes for the show. (laughs) What? Yep, that's right. I need a designer on this show, don't I, Rod? What's your name, Ron? Ron! (laughs) I tell you, that would never happen on my show, Here's my Here's my problem. You catch a snapper on a fishing rod. That's right. And so I I thought that... (laughs) Well, you don't catch this snapper by mispronouncing his name. That's Look, right. Bonqueef, we have to take a break. Perfect. Are you surprised by that? Th- that you have to take a break? You know what else breaks? Bones. And queef like a pussy fart. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're going to come right back. We have a dog. Uh, what did I say? Breeder? Good God, Scott. Check your notes faster. I, my, I can't read my own goddamn handwriting. Don't I thought throw it was a, a break broker. if you're not ready. Dog broker. I recommend the notes app. <laughs> okay. Look, we'll be right back with the dog breeder. We'll be right back with more comedy. Bang, bang. <laughs> This podcast, Comedy Bang Bang, is brought to you by Squarespace, our old friends, and Spring. Man, it truly has sprung. No one can argue that, and what do we know about Spring? Spring is a time of fresh starts. That's right. You thought January was good for starting fresh? Uh, Spring's gotcha beat. Spring's about rebirth, and that could mean starting a new venture or switching things up on your website. Well, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device, integrated, optimized it, optimized it. <laughs> SEO tools allow your site to show up more often and grow the way you want. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy to use payment tools, accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay. And in certain countries, give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. Selling content on your website? Well, add a paywall to sell memberships or courses or sell downloadable files. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch. And I know you're going to be. Go to squarespace.com bangbang to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Remember the first time you learned how to ride a bicycle? Just taking your feet off of the ground and putting them on those pedals. And no, no, nothing's holding you up except your own sense of balance. Oh, gosh, the nostalgia for something like that. Well, you know what? You can experience it again this spring. 
Get out there, enjoy the weather, and recapture the magic of riding a bike with Electric E-Bike. That's right, they have an amazing variety of models built for riders of all abilities, including mine, poor. Uh, it's never been easier to fall in love with riding again. Go to electricebikes.com to discover e-bikes that start at just $799. With the XP Lite, anyone can ride with a variety of models designed to be a better mode of transportation. There's the Zippy and Affordable XP Lite, a great start to any e-bike journey. And we also have the Expedition. That's right, the, the letter X and then Pedition. A sturdy and versatile cargo e-bike that can hold up to 450 pounds. You know what? Electric e-bikes, they gave my good friend Paul F. Tompkins one of these things. He loves it. He's tootling around every day on it. Ring, ring. Hello. Hello, everyone. It's improved his social life. He used to be a hermit. He used to be sort of a, a Scrooge-like miser character. And now he's out there on that electric e-bike saying hello to the entire community. And you can, too. Go full throttle into spring with electric e-bikes, the number one selling e-bikes in the nation. Get your adventure started at electricebikes.com. Please, please, please mention the Comedy Bang Bang the podcast sent you in the post-checkout survey. That is electric, L-E-C-T-R-I-C, and then ebikes.com. That's how you get there. Okay, bye! Comedy Bang Bang, we're here. Roy Wood Jr., imperfect messenger yes. is the special. Indeed. Laugh your silly asses off, you know? That's what, that's, you know, uh, open up a bottle of wine or whatever you like to uh, partake in. Mm -hmm. Grab your loved ones. Uh, send grandma home. Or maybe she sticks around. Right. I don't know. You know, she'll enjoy Sit herself. Sit down with your white friends and... <laughs> Stand with all of your white you're friends. Are you watching talking to, it for Martin Luther King Day. Are you talking to the listeners of this show or, or just anyone? Both. Who has just, I'm <laughs> inclusive. Even if you're black, get your white friends and say, Sit down and for Martin yes. Luther King weekend, watch a dude who... Kind of looks like Martin Luther King in the face. <laughs> yeah, you sort of do now that I'm seeing it. You ever think maybe you could play him in the in the movie? No, I'm not British. <laughs> <laughs> this is a callback to you're the see, you are a professional. <laughs> callback to uh, the the special that I saw that our listeners are uh, being tipped off to. We also have uh, Bone Queef here, new podcast host. Yes, hello, it's Bone. Like I eat the bones and Queef like a pussy fart. <laughs> And Ron Snapper is here. And that's yes. right. I'm still here. I'll never leave. <laughs> but there's the door if you ever do. Well, I know we everyone did their sort of catchphrases and callbacks. Yeah, so I wanted you to make sure you got yours yeah, in. Yeah, well, you took mine. So thanks. <laughs> well, we do need to get to our next guest. And Ron, help me out with this. Uh, uh, yeah. They're a dog breeder. Uh, please welcome to the show, Willa Dean Marie Bates. Oh, wow. What a group. Look at this. Bone, hi. Hello. Ron, Roy. Hello. What was your name? Uh, uh, Scott. Scott. Uh, yeah, you can call me, uh, you know, uh, Scotty Ox. Or... I won't. Oh. This is lovely. Oh, my gosh. Thank look you. at this space. I love this. Welcome this to the fun. show. Thank you for having me. Oh, a lot of people don't give reviews the minute they start talking, but you... Uh... Oh, I love this. Look at this. Look yeah. at this table. Okay, that's Where are you wood. from? Where are yeah. you from? I'm from the South. I hear an accent in there. Me, Argentina. <laughs> it's really South. Really South. Yeah. yeah. South wow. America, in fact. <laughs> Thank you for being the third person to. What's wrong I with don't know that? That you improved the rule on of it. Three, Scott. As much as you just explained it. All right. Oh, look how fiery this is. Okay, I like this. A lot of people in this room, and a lot of a lot of high energy things happening right now. And Roy, of course. Dogs. Dogs. Yes, dog breeding. Yes. Uh, so it's fun. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where I, I breed. I don't know if you've heard of them. Boar's eyes. Boar. 
Boar's eyes? Is uh, that that's a breed? Oh, they're tall. Oh, <laughs> they are eye. tall. Boar's eyes. Boar's eyes. Is that like spelled like uh, B O R Z O I E? Uh huh. That's yeah. exactly how it is. Oh, okay. Boar's eyes. And listen, it's just fun. It's nice, you know. Uh, all the puppies around all the time, and I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, they're not the most popular dog. Boar's eyes aren't. How did you get into boar's eyes? I mean, they. Uh, uh, I've never even heard of them. Has anyone here heard of a boar's eye? I mean, I have. Okay, I guess I wasn't. In, I, you're the person who actually started talking about them, so I was sure that's a dog you breeding. Hmm? <laughs> what was that? Are you sure that's a dog you breeding? Oh, I'm like 85 percent sure. Hey, that's not. That's not very high. It's sure enough. How how tall are these? You said they're really tall dogs. How tall are you? Uh, six two. Six taller. Two. Taller than six taller. two. On those hind legs. On the hind leg. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that yeah. You put one of those guys in a trench coat, and all of a sudden it's my son coming to the door. You know what I mean? <laughs> Your son comes to the door in a trench coat. <laughs> That's a bear. <laughs> well, it's just you know if I'm busy or something like that. My son's busy. We'll put one of the dogs in a little trench coat, and he'll go run some errands. You for said us. your son in the trench coat though. <laughs> <laughs> you said put the dog in the trench coat, and suddenly he looks like your son. Well, right. But why is your son in the trench coat? Well, my son likes trench coats. Is there something wrong with that? So is, would you say he's part of the trench coat mafia or? Your I son got a journal. Hmm? Your son got a journal. My son does have a journal. He, well, you checked it. What are you drawing in that journal? Yeah. Oh, lots of things. Dreams, hopes, plans. <laughs> he seems like he might be a perfect guest for my podcast. Or mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> What's it? So, so, uh, 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 God, I'm desperately searching for Focus, your name. Scott. Willa Dean Marie Bates. <laughs> Thank you. you. You breed dogs. Is this a business for you? Is this fun? Uh, a hobby? Scott, I'm not going to lie to you. I had a dream. Please don't. It, okay. And in that dream, an angel came to me. <laughs> Oh. It was terrifying. Nothing like I thought an angel was going to look like. Yeah, what I mean, spider-like. No, spider. So none of the white robes and the harp and the mm, halo, all that. No. It was just like a big spider, like out of the, the dang Lord of the Rings. A large Lord of the Rings style spider. Oh, Aragon. No. Shelob. Oh, how do you know that? <laughs> I, I, I can understand like a nerdy comedy person knowing this. I rescued is... that podcast that's hosted by the two hobbits that aren't Elijah Wood and John oh, Astin. Oh, right. Yeah, I rescued I their podcast. Yeah. How fun. Well, this angel came to me and this angel said, you have a purpose on this earth, Willadine. And I said, what is it? And they said, to find the ugliest dog that you can possibly find and breed it as much as humanly possible. Mm. Okay. What is their stake in this? Why Why did they want you to do this? Did they explain that to you or do, do they work in mysterious? Ways. How often are you questioning God's plan, Scott? Uh, honestly, daily, mostly during the night when I can't get to sleep. Okay. So I'd say I'd say not me as much. Um, when an angel, when a spider angel tells me to do something, I say absolutely okay, no problem. Okay, fair enough. So what I will say is I am uh, metaphorically and physically drowning in puppies uh, mm. because nobody. How do I put this? Uh, wants these dogs. Nobody wants these dogs. That's yeah. the verb. Yeah. Um, what? Because they're so tall? Because they're so ugly? Um, and uh, they got a personality, uh, is what I'll <laughs> say. Uh, they're a little spunky. Uh, they're pretty opinionated. Opinion? Uh, How can a dog be opinionated? You know, uh, they sort of let you know what they like and what they don't like. And let me tell you, there's a lot of stuff they don't like. Oh, <laughs> I mean, they got to be opinionated if they can run full errands for you, <laughs> dressed as your son in a trench coat. Oh, uh, you know, when they Still feel like not it. Quite, quite sure what this guy. <laughs> so, so I, I mean, dogs, as far as I know, no, do you have dogs, Roy? I'm not. Uh, no, no, I'm not a pet person. You're not a pet person. Okay, I, as far as I know, they don't have opinions other than like I like food. 
I don't like being cold. You know, I, are, I guess those are opinions, right? Yeah, and I'm quickly learning. I'm not a dog person either. Uh, oh, no. No, it's not great. Uh, you know, they they sort of will let me know. Uh, they've uh, taken to a specific diet, for example. Uh, okay. You put out dog food, they won't eat it. Really? What do, what do they eat? Uh, what steak. Type? Steak? That's yeah. human food, uh, not no. dog food. Expensive steak potatoes. Asparagus. So like a, a stuff you would get at a full steakhouse? Uh, Irwan. They specifically very fancy grocery stores. Oh, no. And they won't touch it. Otherwise, they know if you went to, you know, Vaughn's or, or Ralph's or something like mm. that. But are you sure these are dogs? I Like I said, I am 65% positive. You said 85 before. I'm I, checking the numbers and that has decreased. Yeah, your sheer assuredness has fallen. Well, listen, I'm, I'm listening to you guys talk and I'm starting to question myself. I'm not going to lie. And that angel had some weird requests. For oh, the dogs. yeah. What else? What else did they want? Uh, breed the dogs like an army was sort of the thing that stuck out to me. <laughs> army. Mm-hmm. The dogs like mm-hmm. an army. Army yeah. of animals with opinions that are taller than most humans <laughs> that only eat steak. Yeah. Yeah. And they're expensive. Uh, I'm a little broke. <laughs> you sound scared so. of them, respectfully. Me? You sound a little scared of these. Yeah. You're, and your eyes are darting back and forth. You keep looking at the door like you they're know, about to burst into well, it. Y- just say, you know, that wouldn't be the first time somebody's burst into the studio, so I don't think that that's a sort of an fair unreasonable fear enough. I right set now. a precedent. Shouldn't that be the first thing I should be fixing on my show is locking Absolutely. the door so people like why you can't burst you, in? Why did you let me in here? Yeah, I don't know. I got incredible locks on the car where we record. <laughs> just for what it's okay, worth. Okay, I'm going to need the name of that lock person. Sure. It's my cousin. Yeah, these dogs are sneaky. They get sneaky. in everywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is, uh, how many do you have? I mean, you say you're uh, literally drowning in them. Yeah, we'll say we're we're at about 40, 50, which doesn't sound like a lot, but you got to remember, these are tall dogs. Six foot four dogs, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we are living in a two-bedroom apartment currently, so it's it's sort of wall-to-wall at the moment. Who's we when you say? Oh, me and my husband. You don't have a fucking yard? (laughs) We're working this on is the it. kind of question that I need to ask on the That's show. That's an you excellent don't, follow You don't up. have a fucking yard? And he asked it with the energy that I really respond to. <laughs> Listen, if I can be honest with you here for a second. Um, when I got this dream, I was a stockbroker living in New York City. Oh. Um, I, had, I had a great job. I had savings. How much were you making a year? Well, I actually have Willa Dean's financials. Oh, shit. Oh, please. Everyone's fine. I'm just going to go through that. Wow. You are making an extreme amount of money. What is that? Eight figures? Eight figures, figures. Scott. Oh, my God. Yeah. And you gave all that up to breed... Boar's eyes. Boar's eyes. Yeah. Can you explain boar's eyes using a metaphor I might understand? Okay. (laughs) Uh, Boar like asleep, because Mm. it's boring. Okay. And zai like a sigh, but sounding slightly different. Okay. Okay. Great. Does that do it for you, Bo? Yes, I have a very clear mental picture of what they look like now. Welcome back. Thank you. (laughs) I'm trying to give space as much as I took it in the last segment. Smart. Very smart. But you know, it's not all's not lost. I'm trying to raise money in a couple of different ways. So you know, we'll see if that works out. I wrote. Have you blown through your? Oh, you wrote a book. I wrote a book. Okay. Yeah. I have blown through my savings. Yeah, I'm looking at the financials. Pretty quickly. uh, You're losing. How much? Yeah. I mean, these these eat steak every single. It's $104,000 a month. Yeah, and I also did insist on the bedroom, uh, the two-bedroom apartment being above the Hollywood sign. Oh, right above it? Like, which letter? The H. The H, that's prime prime real estate. estate. That's the first thing that everyone sees when you're reading from left to right. So you say 45, 50 dogs in a two-beddy. When that first first litter came, let's just see, what, six, seven puppies on a litter? And you didn't sell those. (laughs) <laughs> Why did you let the dogs keep fucking? Well, here's the thing. It, it must to, be hard to separate them, I would imagine. If They're I learned, six foot five. 
Yes. You ever try to stop someone who's 6'5 from fucking, Roy? I mean... <laughs> no, you let them fuck. <laughs> I, I'm 6'5 and no one could stop me from fucking. You are 6'5. That is Canada. <laughs> That's Canada. Listen, I'm not saying I'm happy with how my life is going. Again, I'm drowning in puppies. Which brings me to my main point... Does anybody want a puppy? <laughs> oh, um, Roy, I oh, mean... Oh, take a puppy. We have a policy on this show that if you want a puppy, you can have one. I, I, how are they around children? Bad. I have a five-year-old. <laughs> Bad. Bad. What do they do to children? Um, well, they sort of, uh, they're very into the internet right now, so they'll sort of take the them on websites. The are? Yeah, so they'll sort of take them on websites. He's not supposed to be okay. on. He said five. Uh, I might be interested in Okay, here we go. Up up my yes. Can I sign you up for eight? Uh, I have a question. Yes. Can these dogs sniff out bullshit? <laughs> oh, this they, is a great question. Oh, they can. They absolutely can. I told my husband the other night, I said, I'm not in the mood. And one just it barked and barked and barked Wait, at me. Wait, because you were in the mood? You were in the mood. <laughs> I was very in the mood. Why did you tell him you weren't in the mood? Because I was watching Wheel of Time. But if you were in the mood, you could have paused it, fucked, and then continued watching Wheel of Time. And miss out on sort of the hot takes that are going to be happening on Twitter the second the episode ends? I don't think so. Okay, but you were in the mood. Right, but sometimes the mood waits. Sometimes the the mood the mood waits, and the, as the wheel spins, that's this, the wheel of time. So this dog, this, this boar's eye is barking at you because you lied about wanting to fuck. Yeah, it's <laughs> a very weird story, Roy. This I don't is good. Know. I want this dog. I must have this Absolutely. dog. Okay, she. So you want eight? I mean, she's I'll like take eight. I'll take eight of your dogs. Absolutely. I would like to adopt one of these dogs just to bring it in here and have Scott try to interview it. I think that would okay. be a valid challenge oh, for Scott. Are you sure you're not, like, you sure it's not an ostrich at your house? Am I sure it's not an ostrich? Yeah. Like or 45 to 50% sure. You are getting less and less sure the entire I'm, time. I'm checking the numbers and it has gone down. Do, and this was a dream? Are you sure about that? Do you ever hang out with beings uh, that are so much more intelligent, <laughs> that are so much more intelligent than you and have you wrapped around their finger uh, to such a degree that you sort of don't know if you yourself are a person anymore? Uh, I'll answer for Scott. <laughs> Scott has experienced this. Can I ask a question as a fellow podcast host? Let me show you how it's done, Scott. Okay, thank you, Bone Queef. Where, where's your husband in all of this? Great question. Mark? What does he do? Nice. Mark is his name? Mark is his name. Mark Bates? Mark Bates. <laughs> uh, can I be honest with you? Please. He does not agree. He does not agree he in what way? He is unhappy. So your, your husband, uh, he doesn't like it. You don't like it. Right. The angels, I don't even know if this is an actual angel or, or, or were you doing peyote or anything the night before Ayahuasca that this happened? Or yeah, yeah, that's sort of, you know, we don't sleep well. <laughs> Being in the financial business and sort of, uh, you All know. All that money, money never sleeps, they money say. Money never sleeps. Wall Street uh, too. Okay. <laughs> in theaters now. That was funny. <laughs> You're funny. Yeah, I tried. I do a little stand-up. You do stand-up? Yeah, yeah, I do a little stand-up. Hit us with some. You got one of the best right here. Oh, do Maybe a Maybe you can open for it. Well, the best would tell you that they don't just do it for free, Scott. Oh, can okay. I say, you Think know who you sound like? Though. It's been bothering me the whole who's, time. Who's that? You sound like the guy from Princess Bride who's like... Vizini? <laughs> I don't know. The <laughs> who the hell are you talking about? Yeah, he's Wallace like, Shawn? <laughs> <laughs> this is inconceivable. Yes, yes. <laughs> <All right. laughs> oh, well, I feel good. Willa Dean, I... Uh, uh, I you know, I think you need to change your life, quite honestly. And I don't say that to every guest here, but uh, occasionally we'll get a guest coming in here with a crazy idea. 
that just uh, who's who's uh, you know and uh, I know what you're saying. Rod or red or what is your Rod? <laughs> for God's sakes! You're what? wearing a red shirt and your name is like a of the thing that catches snapper. You what? can see where Snap. I'd be confused. Yeah. No What's one... my name, Scott? Bone Queef. That's right. It's Bone like oh, Ragged so you... Bone, a popular apparel store, and Queef like a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> see, he set himself up. And even with me lightly Perth talking though. over the setup, he still hit the post. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's right. Willa Dean, I, you got to get out of this business. Well, listen, I'm trying. <laughs> listen, it's been a hard few years for me, and I'm sorry. You've been doing this a few years? Um, I thought this was a relatively recent You don't want to fuck your husband. Me? I'm sorry to cut to the question. This is the thing that I'm confused about. But she is... wants to fuck her husband, <laughs> but she's telling issue. him no. Can I be honest with you? Please, the this dogs, is after dark. The dogs like to watch. Okay. Oh. The dogs like to watch, and I think there's something in the power of our lovemaking that's sort of growing their sentience. Oh, okay. so you're having sex in front of the dogs. It's making them more aware <laughs> of language and concepts. Well, they sort of for it finally see what true love looks like, and I think it awakens oh, something. It awakens them so within their medulla oblongata. a moral quandary. In order to save the world, you must quench your personal desires. Yeah. Can we, can we shoot these? These dogs, <laughs> like, I mean, like when Hollow it's time. Points to, yeah. Listen, should can, I get a gun? You can absolutely try, but they do this fun little party trick now, where the bullet sort of seeps in and then uh, it spit looks them like back out, and then spits them back out. So <laughs> like these Wolverine. are like predators and shit. I'm ready to surrender to these dogs and let them overtake the earth. <laughs> As you should. They got some fun You're ideas weak. about I'm government. I'm not weak. I'm strong. You're weak, Ron. No. You I, think that you think that weakness is a strength? I think that these dogs this isn't are a job the new interview. world order, and they're good. And I'm getting it on the ground floor, and maybe they can. If they're you're into, a traitor, if they're into love making, maybe they can help me fill my solo vids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, guys, we're we're running out of time. I don't know that we're going to solve what this a lonely here. Man, <laughs> lonely fans, don't you judge me, Roy Wood. Lonely fans. <laughs> I do have a lonely fans as well. Yeah, it's uh, those are the real solo vids. <laughs> well, look, we're running it's out of time. Just a bunch of people who can't watch each other's videos. <laughs> yeah. Any, any other tags? We're running out of time. <laughs> anyway, like I was saying. <laughs> okay, all right. We just have one final feature, and that is, of course, a little something called plugs. If you want to take your friend somewhere, think possibly Nebraska. Nebraska is a place you might like to go Nebraska If you need a place that you might like to go Maybe make that place Nebraska Nebraska is possibly a place to go Hmm, that was possibly Nebraska, parentheses, theme song for Nebraska in parentheses, by Barnacle Joe. Thank you so much, Barnacle Joe. And uh, if you have a plugs theme, uh, send it somewhere. I don't really know where they uh, where we get them, but uh, send them over there. And uh, what are we plugging, Roy? Obviously, Imperfect Messenger is on Paramount Plus. Yes, and also um, I'll throw up my podcast, Roy's Job Fair. Will be you have a podcast? Yeah, but you know, competing podcast. Well, I don't know. I don't like to talk about competing podcasts. We just crack and talk shit about employment. How often it do you do sounds it? Sounds weird, but it's funny. Well, once a week. Once a week, you have a podcast, yeah, and who is week. it? It's, it's you and it's uh, me and two co-hosts that you don't know, and they're. How funny. do you know I don't know them? Uh, one of them's an accountant from Birmingham. Wait, Fred? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Um, what is it called again? It's uh, called Royce Job Fair. Royce Job Royce Fair. Job and Fair. you can get that Shitty anywhere. jobs, po- good jobs, stuff that people have stolen at jobs. Just people, just regular people calling in, sharing stories. And you can get it anywhere. Podcast or fuck you. All right. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, Bone Queef. What are we plugging over here? I will be plugging Queefs After Dark, my sure. podcast. You can only get it on Trump's social media platform. <laughs> the one the Devin name. Nunez is in charge of? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's my congressman. <laughs> <laughs> you live out there in Central <laughs> Valley, California 23. <laughs> um, but yeah, we got a lot of exciting guests coming up, so stay tuned for that. Um, and that is literally it. That's it? Okay, that's it. great. Uh, Willa Dean Marie Bates... Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So I just want to go ahead and plug um, uh, sort of this new world order and uh, just really hope that we all survive. And uh, if you do, uh, go ahead and find me at V-I-C-M-M-I-C on all platforms. Okay. And Ron, you obviously don't have anything to plug. I have several things to plug. What? Uh, You think I'm not going to use my time effectively? (laughs) This is is business, Scott. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead and plug things. Look, I rescued the podcast of a brilliant young man named Devin Field. He hosts a show called First Hand, and I helped him steal many of the guests who have been on your show. Hmm. Uh, First (laughs) Hand. Have we run out of podcast titles? What do you mean? First Hand? It's so evocative. It clearly explains what the podcast is. (laughs) So much so that I won't go further on it. But while you're also on Paramount Plus watching Roy's special, go ahead and click over to Devin Fields Comedy Central Half Hour, a special no one has seen. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Wonderful. I want to plug, uh, look, uh, cbbworld.com right now. If you want to hear all the archives, although I wouldn't suggest listening to the archives of this show. Uh, but if you, want, <laughs> if you want to hear the archives of this show, they're all over there. Uh, we also have Freedom is over there ad-free. We have uh, the uh, Andy Daly Podcast Project with Bananas for Bonanza. And with Scott Hasn't Seen, we're in the middle of dance month right now. So uh, we're, we're doing all dance movies here in January. So uh, check that out. And uh, you can get that at cbbworld.com. If you buy it for the year, you get two months free. All right, let's close up the old plug bag. Take one hand, put it up. Take the other, put it down. You're gonna make a box. It's time to start to close it. But don't close it too much or you open up the plug bag. We're opening up that plug bag And when you open up that plug bag You open up your heart for the rest of the world Stop talking, open up the plug bag I open up the plug bag <laughs> Open up the plug bag as hard as, as you can Then you open up your heart Open up the plug Beautiful. Beautiful. That was Closing the Plug Bag, parentheses, Live at the Club, by Lana Del Rey's Jr. All right, guys. I want to thank you so much. Roy, so great to meet you. So great to have you on the show. An honor and a pleasure. And uh, Bonequeef, great to have you back in my life. Thank you. And just a reminder, my name is Bonequeef. It's bone like we found the remains of two white women in a shallow grave and queef (laughs) like a pussyfoot. Willa Dean Marie Bates. 
Uh, good luck, and uh, uh, will you give us a heads up, maybe, if uh, uh, they they start? You, you know, know, I'll absolutely try my best. I gotta go, though, because there's uh, two Borzais waiting in sort of the red zone right now to go pick me <laughs> in up. The red so zone. They're driving. <laughs> and they're driving oh, fast. So they're we gotta, oh, my lord. Oh, no. They don't stop the car, so Ro- I gotta sort of tuck and roll. Okay, uh, Ron, how'd we do? Scott, I'm happy to say I think you're on the right track. I think this podcast is on its way to being fully rescued. You rescued us? I may have rescued you. First of all, you're welcome. Yeah. Second of all, I'll see you here you. next week. To be Wait, you're going to be a regular? I, I'm going to be here pretty much hold as on, often hold as on, I hold can. Hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> on. Just to keep it tabs on you. Hold on, so you just come on podcasts ostensibly to rescue them and then just take over them? I didn't say I was taking over. I said I was going to observe. You know what? You're banned from the show. What? <laughs> You're banned from the show. This and Jason Manzoukas is back. No. And now we're at the same energy again. This is what I wanted, but I hate getting it. <laughs> You're banned. No. All right. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one Crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.